The Detroit Lions won a playoff game. This is no longer the same old Lions. They have a new identity. What about you and I? Are we embracing the new identity that, that we have in Christ? Do we understand what it means to have our identity in Christ? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truth. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the NFL playoffs and specifically talking about the Detroit Lions. And what a story, what a, an opportunity for them uh, to win against the Rams and, and now have an opportunity to take on the Bucks, And so we're going to look at, okay, what's happened these last couple of years for them to experience this change and, and really specifically this concept of identity, identity in sports, identity in, in life and, and through the lens of, of our identity being in Christ as followers of Jesus. And so we'll have some, uh, some good conversation today about that. Thank you for being with us. You can email me, Bryce, at Unpacking It dot com or website unpacking it.com when you go there consider signing up for our weekday devotional monday wednesday friday uh you can sign up for free uh just by putting in your email address and and then also uh, we always appreciate your kind donations and so we appreciate all of the support for this show for unpacking it ministries and also i want to mention a, an event that that i'm a part of and and thrilled to uh yeah, be involved the last few years. It's called the Reach Gathering, and this is a, an event for uh, people in sports ministry from really all over the world gather together once a year. This year, it's in Charlotte, so it's in my my backyard, so to speak. Uh, it's at, at Hopewell Baptist Church, April sixteenth and seventeenth. And so, if you're interested in in being a part of this, you're you're part of sports ministry in some way, uh, or if you even want to be a part of what I'm going to be doing at the, at the, uh, the event, uh, we'll have a table. Uh, and, and so anyway, you can be a part of that as well, but, but go to reachgathering.org, reachgathering.org and, and check it out. You can also email me with any questions, uh, as well. So reachgathering.org. All right. So Luke, we got to talk, uh, talk playoffs. It was a very wild, wild card weekend. Uh, definitely unpredictable my my takes going in were all right the most confident team i'm in in the playoffs the 49ers my least confident is the tampa bay bucks and sure enough the bucks won <laughs> uh it felt like cleveland had a chance to make a run this year with that great defense flacco playing well the browns get blown out uh and then the eagles were horrendous your cowboys were horrendous here go the packers you kidding me but the but the lions rams game gave us some some wonderful entertainment it was a ton of scoring early 
And then all of a sudden the Lions just sort of held on and did enough to, to get the win. And, and by doing so, because there were opportunities where the Rams could have taken the lead or it could have turned into yep. here go the same old Lions with an opportunity to, to do something special and they, they, they don't come through. But no, this was a reminder or a declaration or uh, an announcement to say, hey, we are not the same old Lions. This is a new era of Detroit Lions football, and we are here to stay. We've got the coach. We've got the players. We've got the front office. We've got the owner. And the fans are loyal as ever. Here we go, Detroit Lions. That atmosphere had to have been incredible. Um, and today, if if you are on video, uh, you are you you are seeing that I am making a statement today, wearing my Mavs quarter zip, <laughs> and I am drinking out of my Texas Rangers World Series champions mug. I refuse to be brought down by another year of Cowboys heartbreak. <laughs> Somehow, at the hands of the Green Bay Packers again, the it, it, the narrative I believe now, if the Cowboys play the Packers in the playoffs. It will be a loss. Um, I thought we were past that because Aaron Rodgers is no longer QB1 for Green Bay. Jordan Love has taken the reins. Uh, he has been handed the baton and has continued the beatdown on my Dallas Cowboys. Um, that was brutal, to say the least. But my glass half full mentality is, all right, my team is done. But I'm still a sports fan. And we were treated to a wonderful game between the Rams and the Lions so that I still went to bed with a smile on my face that night there you go I like that and I was preparing and I'll I'll write this devotional for Wednesday more of a a negative tone following that that Cowboys loss so I have a, a little bit more of a negative topic uh for 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 Wednesday I was gonna put you through the torture of doing that for the <laughs> podcast topic but I I changed my mind God put it on my heart uh, to, to do this more positive celebration story today because this Lions journey and, you know, it, this is worth the excitement. Uh, you know, we saw it years ago no in, in baseball with, with the Cubs you know, winning the whole thing. Detroit, they're still in process. I, I don't know if, super, if the Super Bowl is like the end-all be-all for them this year or like if, if well, they didn't finish the deal. Eh, It'd be cool if they won the Super Bowl. I'd love it. But what they did on on Saturday, what was it, Sunday night, when they beat the Rams, especially against Stafford, and mm -hmm. I mean, th you can't write this stuff. It's so good. So that's worth. All right, this is awesome. And now I believe they'll beat the Bucks, and so that'll be great too. Um, and so they're taking yep. the next step in this journey. Totally. But, but but I started researching. All right, what? How did this team come together? And and what really has changed for Detroit because we know they ran through a million coaches since I've been watching football for 30 years tons of coaches Jim mm -hmm. Caldwell did okay there but ended up you know not stay, sticking around um which probably was a mistake but uh, so you're still you're still caught up with that that Caldwell should still be there he, he yeah he should have stayed there but nonetheless what I realized was June 23rd 2020 that's when Sheila Hamp who is the, the daughter of Martha Ford. Okay, so the Ford family, been a part of the organization, you know, forever. And, and so, you know, this, this woman took over the, the reins of ownership. 
And she surrounded herself and, and put, put in place, and this is going to sound silly, football guys. You know, like <laughs> guys that, like, we hear that saying, but there is a difference because we know Dan Campbell, football guy. Oh, yeah. And, and so Chris so they hires her as the head coach, or him. She hires him as the head coach. And then Chris Spielman, who played for the Lions, was doing broadcasting. Uh, I interviewed him years ago. But, um, but you know, football guy puts him in the front office and then a GM, um, uh, what's his name, Brad Holmes, and, and as general manager. So anyway, this is what began this transformation in Detroit, and we are seeing it unfold. It didn't happen overnight. But the belief in this new identity, this new era of Detroit, I believe happened sooner than later because the, the 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 players responded to Dan Campbell pretty quickly. Now the oh, wins yeah. didn't necessarily come right away. The the complete turnaround didn't happen in year one, but we saw glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. And the identity of this Lions team began to change. It began to 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 tra- transform. And in some ways, it culminated on Sunday night. But it's still it's still this process uh, that they've been under. Yeah, winning the division this year and a playoff win is something that would have been completely unheard of for certainly the majority of my life as a sports fan. The Lions have been a joke, for lack of a better term. Like, you know, the line. Oh, yeah, it's the Lions. I mean, synonymous with disaster and terrible football and bad franchise and bad draft picks. they'll, They'll never, they'll be one of the teams that will never be able they felt stuck forever because other teams, they have dips and they come back. But the Lions, it felt like, can they actually ever get out of this? Because they couldn't really with Stafford and Megatron and they've had some great players, but it's finally different. And I think everyone believes that, that as a sports fan, as a player in that franchise, the members of the coaching staff, the front office, it's pretty clear that everyone really believes that we're on a new chapter of the Lions franchise in their history. It really is different this time. And this season has confirmed that because there were glimpses, like you said. Was it their three-win season? They had a crazy win against Minnesota, maybe, to get one of their first wins of the year. Uh, maybe misremembering that. But there were glimpses of that of Dan Campbell's first season where, okay, no, they're, there's a different edge to this team. Although the wins haven't happened yet. Yep, there's something different about the team, and this yes. year has absolutely confirmed that. No question, and and really, so it's about this new identity. This is a this is not the same old Lions. This is a new era of Lions football, and the approach is different. The mindset is different, and and really, I, I, back to this belief aspect of it is that they believe that they are a new team that they, they they do have this new identity and and so i think this happens so often in sports where it's hard to overcome that where yeah yep. man we're just a horrible franchise like this is things start to spiral and you just get sucked into that that yep. belief that man we're never gonna be able to move forward mm-hmm. and, and and we're hindered but that belief really changed and the lines are like no th- dan campbell like this team we are a th- this is happening this transformation mm-hmm. is happening. 
This is this is a new identity. And it's so um, hard to do that when it, it's easy to do that if the wins come immediately. <laughs> but as a player and member of the franchise, and, and certainly as a sports fan, how are you able to believe that and see the glimpses of it really is different this time? Even though the wins will not show immediately. I mean, this the 76ers for years, awful. Slowly but slowly, trust the process. They're competing for the East every year now. Yep. It's going to be interesting how fans of the Pistons and players of the Pistons respond because it, it feels, I mean, yikes. It doesn't look good. But could it be different with all the young talent and new coach? And so we'll see. But it really is different with the Lions. But it, it, it would have been really difficult to believe that and probably was for many. Again, when the first year of Dan Campbell's three wins, it's like, oh, here we go again. Another coach. Yeah. We've got hype. We traded our quarterback away. We've got some new players, but it's just the same old. It's like, no, no, there's something different. Yep. And we're seeing it now. That's right. So it's it's a it's a new identity in Detroit, and they've taken on really the identity of uh, of Campbell and and kind of the characteristics of you know grit and toughness and mm-hmm. um and really, even though I go back to that Thanksgiving game, which I, I was I was so bummed that they lost that game to the Packers, and it felt like oh same old same old Lions. Yep. But they responded. They they, they mm-hmm. didn't let that derail them. And and sometimes in this this process of of embracing the new identity and all that, you're going to have the you know that 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 bad game, but the Lions overcame that. And now here they are in you know in the second round of the and playoffs. That belief is significant because I mean, watching. The Lions being on hard knocks was was awesome for us as fans to get a glimpse into the new regime and new era because the team, like you said, really has taken on the the personality of of Dan Campbell because he absolutely believes in what he's doing. Even his speeches in hard knocks, uh, interviews, how he talks to his players, he believes wholeheartedly what he's doing will work. That's right. And 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 the team has has taken that belief and and made it their own. Yep. It, but it starts with him. I mean, I guess right. it starts with the owner actually making great yep. hires of people right. that'll actually lead that way. Yep. Uh, unlike my my Cowboys. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. refreshing to see other franchises actually the owner will hire people to do the job rather than the owner being the general manager still. Uh, anyway, I don't I, not the episode for that soapbox, yeah. but yeah, if you we we could debate who has a worse owner situation. I I feel that, like I'm leading the way down fair. here in Charlotte. <laughs> I feel like I'm leading the way here. Um, so all right, so we hear this word identity and looked up some definitions of it. Uh, it could be the it can be defined as the characteristics determining who or what a person or thing is. Identity <clears throat> refers to our sense of who we are as individuals. And as members of you know, social groups, and our sense of how others may perceive and label us, and and so you know, from a sports perspective, it's okay. How do the Lions view themselves? Mm-hmm. How do they take on the identity of this is the team we are now? These are the characteristics that we're going to represent, and then now we as fans and and you know, media and outsiders look onto the, the 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 Lions and say, okay, this is their identity. This is the type of team. They are. That's who they are. Um, and so when it comes to our own lives, what is our identity? 
So we, we consider that. And when we surrender our lives to Jesus, our identity changes. And, and, and again, it is a process of us understanding it, a, a process of that identity um, uh, playing out and, and for others to, to, to see it. And, you know, our heart changes and, and the power of the Holy Spirit comes within us and Christ lives in us. And the key is we're no longer who we used to be. And so we get this new identity. I am now in Christ. And so the question for us as followers of Jesus, do we believe that and do we understand that? And is that affecting, you know, our, our, our identity mm-hmm. and, and how we, and how our identity affects then our mindsets, our behaviors, our approach. And, and so you know, you think about the, the the lions when that identity changed, the way they play changed, the what they believe to be true changed. Then the results started to change, and and now how they're viewed by others is different a, as well. Um, and so for us, our, we have the ability to move on from same old Bryce. Well, that's same old Bryce. No, 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 that's the former Bryce. I, I'm, I'm I was one when I received Christ was made new. And I'm continuing to be renewed and, 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 and God continues to, to work and transform and change me over and over as, as my identity becomes more wrapped up in, in him and who he says I am. And so we have to believe that, okay, I am a child of God. I am forgiven. I've been made free. I no longer have to, to be in bondage to, to sin. The characteristics that, that I represent are now I want to be like Christ. I'm in Christ. My identity is in Christ, so I want to be like him. And, and so I have to you know, believe that, trust that, and, and live from a place of my identity, who I am, who I believe I am, who God says I am, is rooted in him, his truth, his word, um, and, and the reality that I've been made new in Christ. This is perhaps the most important thing i won't say that it's it's near the top of the important things to understand as a christian is identity because and we'll get into the scripture but so much of paul's reminders to various churches in the new testament is his exhortation to them no, remember who you are now. He, the way he often encourages and challenges churches to live differently is by saying, remember who you were. You're not that anymore. That's right. You are a new creation. He doesn't come at them with behavior modification. Hey, you should live this way because this is better for you. It's maybe so, but it's always grounded in that's right. Rudy you should live yeah. this way because this is actually who you are now. Mm, and amen. we struggle with that in the United States, performing for God, performing for others, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. The American dream is if you work hard, you'll achieve anything. And that trickles into our faith in regards to, yeah, I want to live for God. So I'm just going to start doing differently and living differently. But it's not actually grounded in identity. Because it, it, everything about the Christian life is founded on we were one thing, enemies of God, chasing after sin, 
And now we've been made new. We actually are sons or daughters of God. We desire the things of God. We've been given the Holy Spirit. We are born again. We are a new creation. And out of that identity, now we live. And this is something we have to understand or attempts to live differently are just going to fizzle out if they're not grounded in, I actually am new. That's how I live differently. Amen. Amen. Second Corinthians 5.17, Amplified Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted in, joined to him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings a new life. Man, that gives me chills. I mean, the, the hope that is there and the, the gosh, the excitement of that. And, and, and especially as we you know, parallel this you know, from a sports standpoint, yeah, there's, there's new life for the, the Lions just from a sports standpoint. Um, they've got a new person in charge. And, and they've got a, a new you know, mindset, new beliefs. And mm -hmm. so for us as followers of Jesus, are, are we, do we grasp this? Man, I'm a new creature. I, I've been reborn. And so that previous life is done. Mm -hmm. And so we don't have to go back to that. We don't have to continue to, to dwell in that. Like we talked about last week, letting go. So we got to let go of our, our former life. And so we have to realize who we are now, a new creature. And so do we believe that, that we are you know, now more than conquerors? We're a member of the body of Christ, and, and we've been freed from that, that bondage of sin. Um, and so ha, you know, has, has Jesus taken over our, our life? And, and, and are we, and, and, and who we see ourselves as, do we see ourselves as, uh, yeah, I'm just a horrible, horrible guy. And think about all the things I've done. And we stop there. Or do we say, yeah, yeah, no, I was horrible. Man, I'm a new man. I, I'm, I've got a new life. That's not who I am anymore. God has changed me through Christ. I, I, have, I have a brand new identity. Mm -hmm. He sees me. He sees me now in, with, with Christ's righteousness. That's, that's how God sees me now. And so do I believe that? Or do I still think, well, God sees me as this, this horrible guy. No, we, we've got to move past. We've got to move past that um, to, to understand, wow, the grace, the forgiveness, the love, uh, who I am in, in Christ is, um, is now how God views me. And so do we view, do we view ourselves that way and, re and realize that the truth of that? Absolutely. It's again, to go back to the lions. I mean, coming to this season, there's some momentum from last year. Okay, are the lines different? Well, you know, we still haven't hosted or we haven't won a playoff game in a home playoff game in 30 years. We haven't hosted a playoff game on our new stadium, which was built in the early 2000s. Are things really different? Because we've, the Lions, again, there have been tweaks. There's been some, in, in, for lack of better terms, behavior modification. We brought in new coaches, some new players, but it always goes back to losing football. No. Do, can we actually believe like, like belief is really important for teams to buy in, to yes. know this really will work. Things are different. And even though there's still going to be challenges. And I think that's one of the things we have to wrestle in our own life is, yeah, I'm a new creation. I have a new identity, but I still struggle. Like 
can I really believe that things are different? Well, what's, what's one of the main evidences for us? It's having the Holy Spirit. And when I, I want to read this quote from a Desiring God article, kind of talking about this tension of, I'm a new creation, but I still have struggles from the old self. Mm. And the, the quote is this, the flesh is my old self and its hostility to God. It's insubordination to God. It's inability to submit to God and please God. That's my flesh. That's what died when I became a Christian. God killed my hostility to God. Mm. God killed my insubordination to God. The new self of the Christian is the God-loving, Son of God-trusting, Christ-inhabited self. That's the new creation that came into being when I rose with Christ. When you look at your life, the old self did not want to follow the things of God, the ways of God, did not love God, had no desire to submit to God. The new self does. And then we have a lifelong process of continuing to live out that faith, become more like Jesus. But when you're thinking, man, do I really have a new identity? Is this for real? Are changes going to happen? Just look at the desires of your heart that have done a 180. That's that's one of the main evidences of being born again is we actually desire to submit to God. Though inconsistently, though we <clears throat> still take steps back sometime, especially early on in the process as we learn what are the ways of God. But it's important to have, we can have confidence in our new identity because we look at our heart that actually desires to submit to God, surrender our life, confess sin, repent of evil things we've done. And then we look at that and know I can have great confidence of continued growth in all of these struggles because I know my desires have done a complete 180. Amen. Amen. And and again, it's that it is that process. And and just as we're paralleling the the Lions, same kind of thing. They had the week Thanksgiving game. And we're gonna have those those weak moments. And so it doesn't derail us. We, we remind ourselves, no, 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 that's not who I am anymore. I, I, I blew it, but that, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we, we repent, we move forward, and, and we continue to uh, keep our, our identity rooted in, in Christ and our eyes fixed on him. The, the, the one lie that, that, that I think we all battle with that we have to you know, continue to let go of too is that's just who I've always been and, oh, that's just who I am. When it comes to sinful behavior or character flaws mm-hmm. in, in our lives, and and really, we can carry those with us for a long time because we've we've bought that lie over and over. Ah, I'm just an angry person. That ah, I'm just yeah, I'm not real compassionate. Yeah, I, I yeah. say whatever I want to say. I, that's just kind of who I am. I, I speak real frankly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and so that's an identity. That's a that's a that's an identity statement. That's who, ah, that's just who I am. Well, that's not, that's not who Christ wants you to be or calls you to be and, and who enables you to, to not be anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you can leave that, that, that's, that, that's your former life. That's who you used to be. Mm-hmm. So again, yes, it takes time. Yes. We can, God continues to chisel away at us and refine us and, and help us to become more like Jesus, but we have to let go of those. Ah, that's, that's just who I am as a justification for stupid yep. behavior or stupid mindsets or, you know, th- those, those types of things. Um, and, you know, 
I'm guilty of this sometimes in, in marriage. Ah, it's just the kind of husband I am or what, you know, whatever. It's like, no, no, I got to get better at that. I got to, I got to, I got to change and, and continue to, to grow and all that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Convicting. I, I've done the same thing in various uh, conversations with my wife. Um, <laughs> Well, that's, that's who you married. That's, that's, who you, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's who I was 10 years ago. That better not be who I am now. Yep, exactly. Christ continues to change me. Yeah. Again, but what's at the heart of that statement? That's that's just who I am, is not believing of the new identity. Yeah. That I don't have to be that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it really comes back to belief. And again, what Paul encourages churches is, he tries to, he works so hard to convince them, you have a new identity empowered by the Holy Spirit. You do not have to live the same life because you actually desire new life and you have new desires and new power found by the Holy Spirit. The, these, these statements that we make, that's just who I am, that at its core lacks some belief in the new identity. Yeah. And it, like we're stuck. that's something we're stuck. we have to be aware of. Yeah, we don't have to be stuck in in our ways. Those 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 negative things. God can change that. He's mm -hmm. powerful. The, the the power that we have within us, we can change. Um, you know, I, I hate when people say, "Oh, yeah, these people don't change. People don't change." Well, by the power of the Holy Spirit, they do. <laughs> I'd like to offer my life as an example of of change. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I have. Yeah. yeah, my whole life has been a series of of God showing me time and time again. No, I I can change that. No, I can grow that. And he does it over and over again. So, so we have to move past the same old Bryce, the same old Lions, the same old Luke. And it, no, we don't have to be the same old anymore. Mm -hmm. No, we're new. We're fresh. God's doing a new thing. Yep. We're a new creation. And it's continue this, this, this newness, this freshness. It continues throughout our lives, throughout, throughout our lives, throughout our journeys. Um, and so let, let me wrap up with some more scripture to, to, to leave us with Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. John 1, 12 and 13. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Hmm. We are new. We are new. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you collectively are Christ's body and individually you are members of it, each with his own special purpose and function. So that's part of our identity. We are a part of the body of Christ. Romans 8, 1 and 2. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. That's who we are now. We... We, we, are, we belong to Christ, and, and we have that power within us, and, and, and no longer the, the power of sin that leads to death. So when our identity is in Christ, the way, it's like the, the, the lions, they play differently. We live differently. We play differently, so to speak. What we believe to be true is different. The results or the fruit in our life will be different. And then how we're viewed by others will also be different. So when our identity is rooted in Christ, now people see us as, oh, that's Bryce. He's a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. He's, he's like Jesus. I hope that I say that. I'm, I'm, I'm in process. But, but hopefully <laughs> that, that changes, right? 
that's that's how people that's how people view us. Mm-hmm. And and so today, as we wrap up, let's be reminded that if we are in Christ, then our identity, our sense of who we are, and our characteristics must be based on who He is, what mm. He's done for us, and who He says we are. Mm. So who does He say we are? That's our that's our identity. So do we believe that? And we let go of the same old lions, same old, same old Bryce, same old Luke. We let, we let that go. So final thoughts, Luke. Yeah. Just a great reminder. It's, we got to think through these, this thing right here, but one of my mentors tells me this all the time. Who is God? What has he done? Who are we? Therefore, what do we do in light of that? Too often we flip it. We say, what do we do? Therefore, who, who are we? It's rather than we have to know who God is, what has he done? Therefore, who are we in light of who God is and what has he done? And now how do we live because of that? Our identity is based on who God says we are, not whatever identity we try to carve out for ourselves. Mm. In, in, in a smaller way, the lions have believed who Dan Campbell says they are. That's right. Dan Campbell believes the identity of the team that the front office has helped him create who yep. they think the team can be. The ownership of the Lions believes what the front office and the coaching staff and the players say who they are. It's all building into this new identity that is showing real changes. And it's the same thing for us. It starts with our identity based on who God is and who who he says we are. It's just, do we believe that? Because we can't live in the new identity if we don't believe it's real or it exists. It starts with believing it. It does. It really does. So go Lions. As you as you hear them talk about, I heard Mike Tarico wrap up the, the broadcast talking about uh S O L, same old Lions. Um, and that was the big that was kind of his big takeaway. I guess he lives in the area uh on that NBC game. But uh but so as we hear about the Lions, we hear about their new identity, uh, their new mindsets, all those kind of things. Let it be a reminder. All right, I gotta keep my my identities in Christ. If I've surrendered my life and given my life to Christ and he's, he now lives within me, my identity has changed. And, and so let's, let's believe it. So, um, and, and, and also, you know, look into some of the, you know, some of these verses and, okay, wait, who does God say I am? Okay. He says, I'm a child, I'm a child of his, I'm forgiven and I'm loved. Like go through those things and remind ourselves of that. Who am I in Christ? Who am I in Christ? Um, and let that be our identity. And, you know, another episode we can talk about kind of what fights for our, our identity sometimes because we want we want our identity wrapped up in our jobs. And, you know, athletes oftentimes get wrapped up in, well, I'm a football player and we have to move past some of those things. Oh, I'm a I'm a podcast host. OK, great. <laughs> no, no, my identity is in Christ. So that's another that's a little bit different of a topic, but falls, of course, underneath this identity topic. But lots of layers as always. And so uh, look forward to the next episode. Uh, Thank you so much for listening today. I'm Bryce. He's Luke. We're sports fans who follows Jesus. And I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Podcast.